0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to the Roy Green show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Down the way where the nights are gay and the sun shines daily on the mountain top. I took a trip on a sailing ship, and when I reached Jamaica, I made a stop at times. Section eleven is the most um... Commonly requested information about it's the the gift uh, provision, and uh, effectively he uh, received, uh, in 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 the judgment, in my judgment at the time, a gift from um, somebody, a gift of a holiday on a private island. Sounds of laughter everywhere And the dancing girls swing to and fro All right, we're being a little creative here. The voice uh, you heard was that of Mary Dawson, the former ethics commissioner, parliamentary ethics commissioner who convicted Mr. Trudeau of ethics violations when he uh, took the family vacation to the Bahamas, claiming that his stay at the Aga Khan's home, free, was because the Aga Khan was a friend. And um, Mary Dawson, who was not exactly uh, an aggressive ethics commissioner, said, no, 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 no. He wasn't your friend. He was your dad's friend. So he was convicted of an ethical misstep, a parliamentary conflict of interest act. I'm being kind. i not I? misstep. Wow. So so now, uh, here we go again. And there's been another uh, conviction of, Ethical violations in the SNC Lavalin Jody Wilson-Raybould story, as you know. So here we go again. Over the last days, the issue has been Trudeau and his Jamaica vacation, and uh, a friend of the Trudeau family providing. I mean, I can't, I can't scrounge a condo in Florida for for a week for my buddies. Just laugh at me. But Mr. Trudeau gets this mansion for ninety three hundred bucks a night. I don't think the Swiss vacation cost that. <laughs> anyway, probably did, but anyhow, so he gets this thing, this 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 mansion for however many days. And uh, no, it's, it's okay because it's a gift from a friend, not a gift of the family, friend of the family, really. So who said it was okay? Well, the Interim Parliamentary Ethics Commissioner, Conrad von Finkenstein. Oh. And and, and who, who appointed, who saw to it that Mr. von Finkenstein became the Ethics Commissioner? I'm not suggesting anything yet. Uh, well, the Prime Minister did. Just as he did when Mario Dion became the ethics commissioner in 2018, replacing the aforementioned Mary Dawson. So what does Dion do? He finds Trudeau guilty of an ethics violation as well in the SNC LAVLINE case. So last year, Dion quits the job. It's a seven-year gig. He was appointed in 2018. But he quits the gig for health reasons. I hope he's better. But uh, he gave an interview to the National Post. And in that interview, Mario Dion, departing as the ethics commissioner, said, the public has to believe that ethics are taken seriously, and they have yet to have any big evidence of that since 2018. So since he was appointed. Dion, by the way, found no less than five senior liberal cabinet ministers, including, as we said, the prime minister, for a second time, guilty of ethics violations. This is not good. This is truly not good. Now, to provide a perspective for us on, on this uh, on this whole issue, uh, Duff Conacher joins us. He's the co-founder of Democracy Watch. And uh, they do a really great work in keeping an eye on government and holding the responsible. And it's not an inexpensive venture, so if you can... If you're interested to and and you can provide some, you know, buck or two, ninety-three hundred dollars if you want, to support uh, Democracy Watch, just get in touch with them. Democracy Watch It's not funny, Duff, but it, it's become it's become it's become a
1: skit. It is. It's deja vu all over again. Exactly. And so the, the same uh, situation with. Trudeau trying again and again to get uh, an ethics commissioner in place who will roll over like a lapdog every single time and and let him off and uh, his cabinet ministers and all liberals off for clear violations of the law. And I think he might have found his, his um, person finally in Conrad von Finkenstein, because von Finkenstein, uh, when he took the... Uh, Office uh, of Interim Ethics Commissioner in August for a six-month term. He was asked at uh, the Ethics Committee, how many outstanding complaint situations are you looking into? He said there are uh, eight of them and more recently he testified again and was asked about them and he said all eight are cleared away. Well, all eight are cleared away and there have not been any any uh, rulings issued by him finding anyone guilty, which means he's buried eight situations, uh, including two situations that Democracy Watch complained about. Trudeau appointing his family friend David Johnston to look into foreign interference. Juan Finkenstein said that's fine. So he's actually, this guy in, in just four months in office has done more to gut the rules And has one of the worst records of ethics commissioner after being in office for only four months as an interim ethics commissioner. And watch for Trudeau to try and appoint him to a seven-year term because that will guarantee that no liberals will be found guilty of ethics violations through the next election.
0: It's a really bad situation. Yeah, and it's serious. Maybe we need a special rapporteur to get into this.
1: (laughs) We we really do need a public inquiry into the appointment of ethics commissioners because Democracy Watch has requested all the documents, uh, uh, communications with von Finkenstein for his appointment process. And we just recently received a response from the Trudeau cabinet. And they said, oh, we're going to bury that for the next six months. We're not going to release any records till July, even though they're required under the Access Information Act to release records within 30 days. And so they're violating the federal open government law, the Access Information Act, to hide how this guy was appointed. And then we have this trip where, you know, the past ethics commissioner, you had the clip from Mary Dawson. She said, I know there's an exemption for gifts from friends in the law, but if that friend has dealings with the federal government, I'm still going to disallow it because that, that is an unethical situation. They're a friend, but they're also, in effect, a lobbyist. And we just cannot have uh, the law interpreted in a way that allows lobbyists to be giving gifts to uh, politicians that they're lobbying. And so she said in her ruling on the Aga Khan's gift of the Bahamas trip to the Trudeau family, even if I had found that Aga Khan was a a friend of Trudeau, I still would have said it was an illegal gift. Because uh, the Aga Khan uh, had dealings with the government trying to get money from the government each year, and lobbying the government to get that money. Uh, but the new von Finkenstein has said, no, it's fine. If it's a gift from a friend, you don't even have to disclose it. It can be given in secret. And it doesn't even matter whether uh, what his office has said is it doesn't even matter. Uh, it's completely exempt. It doesn't matter if the person has dealings with the government. The exemption is blanket. And that's just one of multiple ways. We don't even know the full extent because he's hiding his rulings. Uh, the multiple ways in which he is gutting the, the rules with bad interpretations.
0: You know, that's really very disturbing and uh, disturbing as well is that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Mr. Trudeau arranging who has the position of ethics commissioner, parliamentary conflict of interest commissioner, ethics commissioner, flies contrary to parliamentary law, doesn't it? Don't the opposition parties, aren't they supposed to be engaged in the selection process for the ethics commissioner?
1: Well, this is a game that Trudeau's been playing. They did post the position where Mario Dion resigned for health reasons, as you mentioned in the spring of last year, and they posted it and then said, "Oh, we we can't find anybody, so we're going to appoint an interim ethics commissioner." Well, under the Parliament uh, of Canada Act, only the cabinet gets a say in who appoints the interim ethics commissioner. So if there was likely someone very qualified who applied, and they played this game before uh, and delayed the appointment of Mario Deol for for uh, a full year. Said we can't find anybody. We can't find anybody. It was a lie. We filed access access to information requests. The watch did, and we, and finally, two years later, after uh, they violated the law for two years by hiding the information, it came out that actually they had five qualified candidates and could have appointed them. And they're doing the same thing now. I'm sure there were qualified candidates back in the summer. They could have appointed someone, but they would have had to consult with opposition parties about who that person would be. And instead, they said, we didn't find anybody, and so we're going to appoint von Finkenstein and handpick him. And what has he gone on to do? Bury eight situations. Clearly, probably some violations in there. And interpreted the rules in a way um, that he's essentially gutting key rules. I mean, he's actually said... It's fine for top government officials to own $60,000 worth of shares in companies that they make decisions about. Well, that just allows you to make money from your own decisions. Because all you do is make a decision that will help the company you own shares in. The company's share price goes up and you make money. And he said that's fine. There's no problem with that at all. There's no conflict of interest created by that at all. So this is, this guy is a dedicated lapdog. And as I say, he's in four months in, in the job, he's got one of the worst records I've ever seen in the last 30 years of an ethics commissioner across the, across the country.
0: So Duff, let's go through a couple of things fairly quickly here. Was there conflict of interest in the appointment of von Finkenstein as the ethics commissioner because Trudeau participates in cabinet meetings?
1: Yes, and uh, Democracy Watch went to court over this, over the appointment of Mario Dion, and also as ethics commissioner back in 2017 and also the appointment of Nancy Belanger as commissioner of lobbying. Um, both controlled the, the processes for their appointments controlled by cabinet, controlled by the prime minister's office, even though both offices were investigating the prime minister and other cabinet ministers at, at that time. And unfortunately, the Federal Court of Appeal ruled that, yes, they were biased. Cabinet is clearly biased when choosing their own watchdogs. But a decision by the Supreme Court of Canada back in 2001 called Oceanport, one of the worst decisions the Supreme Court has ever made, allows Cabinet to choose all of the heads of agencies, boards, commissions, and tribunals. The Information Commissioner, the Auditor General, the Head of Elections Canada, allows them to control it all the way in secret uh, and essentially handpick lapdogs if they want, um, because the Supreme Court said that they should be allowed to do this. Uh, they can't do it with judges. They can't do it with heads of human rights commissions or parole boards that, that decide whether people stay in jail. But for every other agency, board, commissioner, tribunal, they can choose their own lapdogs. And it's a really bad decision, and we were challenging this to try and get that up to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court refused to hear our appeal. And the Federal Court of Appeals, though, said it. the Cabinet is biased in these situations, but the Supreme Court has said it's okay. It's not okay. You cannot choose your own judge. It's fundamental to having a, a rule of law, which is fundamental to having democracy. But unfortunately, the Supreme Court allows it. And that's why the opposition parties have to really push back, hopefully, in the next couple of months to stop Conrad von Finkenstein from being made ethics commissioner for the next seven years. They have to be consulted. And they should insist that they see a short list of all the qualified candidates and that they decide all together, as all the parties together, as to who will be the ethics commissioner for the next seven years. Because that person has to be seen to be impartial, cannot be chosen by the ruling party and the prime minister alone in secret. It just can't happen again. Hopefully the opposition parties will actually try and stop it this time. They haven't in the past. It's a responsibility.
0: Um, what do you make of the fact that the prime minister's office initially said that Mr. Trudeau was paying for the vacation, and then I don't know whether a penny dropped or something leaked, and then but suddenly it was, oh no, it's a free vacation from a family friend. What do you make of that?
1: Yeah, it wasn't a leak. It was Glenn McGregor, a former CTV uh, a reporter who's now freelance. Um, he dug and dug, and he didn't accept the initial answer and and pushed. Uh, and got the truth out. And this is what we've seen from Trudeau again and again and again. Whenever there's a situation that raises questions of unethical behavior or something embarrassing, the initial thing that the PMO says is a lie. And then they hope everyone accepts the lie. And when people dig, you know, like in the SNC-Lavalin situation of pressuring the Attorney General, uh, Trudeau actually lied seven times. Before he finally admitted that yes, there was pressure, and then his line turned to, "But the pressure was appropriate." But his first seven statements about the SNC-Lavalin situation were lies, and that's what they did in this case. They lied. There's no way that the PMO's office could not have known that Trudeau's was not paying ninety-three hundred dollars a night for his family to stay down there. It's just a totally implausible. So they tried to get away with another lie, and Glenn McGregor and Doug and pushed and got the truth out. Thankfully,
0: yeah. So while you're saying that, I started to think about the delays in Trudeau finally agreeing to accepting a public inquiry into foreign election interference interference in in Canada. We come back to the special rapporteur stupidity. Um, Is that another ethical breach that concerns you? Are we we talking ethics here?
1: Yes, and hopefully the inquiry commissioner will not do what David Johnston did, which, uh, as a friend of PMO, participated in a cover-up because he said when he re- issued his report, there was an ocean of government, uh, of documents to look at, but we just looked at a large lake and we've reached our conclusion. <laughs> well, you can't just look at a, la- a, no, a large lake can't. of documents when there's an ocean of documents. you got to look at all of them before you reach a <laughs> conclusion. You know, you're, and you're, it,
0: contradic- you're t- contradicting yourself.
1: Exactly. And so when if this commissioner only looks at some of the documents and then says, oh, I've looked at enough, I've, I'm just not going to look at these other ones, I mean, who knows what the other documents contain? <laughs> they could contain the incriminating evidence. So uh, hopefully this commissioner will do her job. For the first time ever, an inquiry commissioner, Commissioner Hogue for the uh, Commission into Foreign Interference, was chosen by all the parties. It should be done that way all the time, okay. all watchdogs, all judges. Everyone who enforces any law or investigates the government or any party, the, the, the person should be chosen by all the parties, and hopefully we'll get an ethics commissioner chosen the same way this time.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.